Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, Dante Stevie J. Collins, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, No Filter. Um, Before I start this episode, I would like to say, hope everybody is listening, having a good day, making money, making the best decisions for you and your family. Um, And first and foremost, I would like to say congratulations to the Terra Parker football program on making the playoffs and winning the district title in the first time in 20 years. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. You know, I'm not going to hate. Um, I don't know y'all niggas, so I can't hate on y'all. But, hey, you know, I don't think y'all going to go far. Y'all probably won't get, you know, knocked off the damn first round of playoffs because I know y'all talent is not that good. So, let's just be honest. We in Florida, and Florida got way better teams than y'all. But, anyway... Today's episode is going to be about the Terry Parker football program from 2010 to 2014. Yes, yes, yes. I know a lot of people have been dying for me to, you know, talk about this because, you know, looking on Facebooks and the Twitters and everything, you know, I hate Parker with a passion. I really do. Like, I don't give a fuck about that damn school. But anyway... Like I said, this episode is all about the football program from 2010 to 2014. Um, let's start off with my freshman year. Um, my freshman year was, I can say, no, my bad. Before I even talk about my freshman year, let me tell you how Parker was. Okay. It was very hard playing for Parker. It was it was very stressful. Like, if you play with Parker, you know, you know that it was tough to play for that damn school. Um, it was very stressful, man. Like I remember, <sighs> it was just, I don't know. It was just playing for Parker was like playing for the damn Browns back in the day. Like it, it was, it was just, uh, this, let's just say that it was very humbling playing for Parker. It was, it was, it really was. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, the coaches we had, we, I think we had, I think we had some of the worst coaches God having made, we had a nigga named Balaam, a nigga named Glass. There was the head coach and the defensive coordinator. But the defensive coordinator was more of the fucking head coach than the head coach was for the damn team. It's crazy. Um, like I said, these two, these two motherfuckers, they, they was on some other shit. I, if you ask anybody... If you ask anybody that even played for them, they all tell you the same thing. Fuck them niggas. So, um, yeah, it, yeah, but I, our good coach, the good coaches we had were, um, were, um, Coach McKenzie, Coach McKinney, um, Coach Bennett, Coach Dickerson, and Coach Ancon. But my favorite coach was Coach Dickerson. 
because he understood me. He understood what I was going through as a man, as a black person in Duval. He uh, he understood me. He knew that I was a raw talent. Um, like I said, but the crazy thing about the good coaches I told you about, they ain't coach us for a long time. I mean, they the most they coaches was two years and they was out because they got tired of pro. They got tired of the coaches, the coach and the um defensive coordinator, because there was no, because there was some bullshit. But um, yeah, but let's start from my freshman year. My freshman year, I can say it was a learning. I like no, I can't say learning, but I can say it was the most funnest year because you know, I, you know, I was wet behind the ears. I remember like, ugh, I remember the first time. I walked through that damn to that damn field house and walked through them doors. I remember just walking in there and seeing all the upperclassmen. Like these niggas was big as fuck. Like these niggas was goddamn Greek gods. Some niggas was like six foot and they, and they was chiseled, man. These niggas were big, muscles, everything. Man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a like, damn me at the time. I think I was like one ninety. I was skinny as fuck. I was a I was skinny as fuck, like, <laughs> but I remember just asking somebody, I said, hey, how you doing? My name is Dante Collins, and where did the freshmen go to meet the coach? And they said, oh, we all meet the coach together, but y'all y'all, y'all sit in the weight room. I mean, not the weight room. Yeah, the weight room. So, you know, as I walk through the hallway, I'm seeing all these achievements and plaques on the wall, you know, great players that went to Parker and everything, and great teams that played for him and everything. Like, I think at the time, I think Parker won two state championships. I think. Because because we had two undefeated teams. They went like 14-0 or some shit like that. So, our, our football program was a very, very rich program. And a lot of people don't know that we had a lot of great players that went to Parker and went to the NFL. I went to the CFL. I went overseas or some shit like that. But, you know, even though we couldn't, you know, we couldn't win games, but we had great players. So, like I said, you know, walking through the field house, the hallway to the weight room, looking at the plaques and newspaper articles about this player, the team, the team's success and everything. In my mind, I said, damn, I want to, you know, I want to be a Parker great, you know. I didn't care about, you know, me. I didn't care about winning no championships. All that I really cared about was, you know, having success and being a great player. Like, you know, in my mind, I said, damn, I want to be remembered. Like the um, Antonio Bakers and Malik Payne's, you know, I, you know, A.J. Jenkins. Ricardo Matthews. You know, I want I want to be remembered like that. So, um, once I get in the weight room and everything, I'm seeing the other freshmen, you know. We all small and shit. We all looking ugly and shit. And, you know, I'm seeing people that I played against in um, basketball. I ran track against in um, middle school and everything. You know, kids from Arlington, kids from Mayport, kids from DuPont, kids from Twin Lakes. You know, you, you know. Oh, shit, yeah. Like I said, people from Arlington Middle. Like, you know, so in my mind, I'm like, damn, you know, these guys are good. These guys are on good teams. So I feel like 
that's coming together, we should be a great team in the future. So, um, like I said, you know, um, I seen some of my Fort Carolina boys in there. So, shit, I sat with them. Shit, you know, that's some people I know. And I'm asking them, um, hey, you know, what's going on? Is this shit hard? You no, know, they tell them this shit easy. You know, he a cool coach and everything. I said, oh, you talking about Coach, uh, coach Baker? I know, he, I know he a cool coach. Oh, no, no, no. He, he got fired. We got a new coach named Coach Glass. And I'm like, who the fuck is Coach Glass? And then that's when the upperclassmen came in and everything. And they telling us to be shut the fuck up. Coach going to come in. So when Coach came in, you know, they uh got quiet and everything. He's calling out names and everything. And he was like, you know, um, I'm on, I see a lot of new faces in here. My name is Coach Glass, and I'm new head football coach at Terry Parker High School. Welcome, and everything and all that. So blah blah blah. So um, after he you know gave us his little pep talk and everything, um, we had workouts, and these workouts is basically to get you in shape for the season. And the, like I'm telling you, the shit we did at these workouts, a lot of people would have you know would have quit. I mean, a lot of people did quit, but these workouts was crazy, man. I remember uh, he he separated the freshmen and sophomores and put them in one group and put the juniors and seniors in one group. So he'd be like, okay, um, for example, he'd be like, freshmen and sophomores go out to the tennis court and um, juniors and seniors stay in the weight room. So outside, we used to run and do all these warm-ups, jump rope, ladders, box jumps, these dots when we got to do footwork with the dots and everything like it was crazy man like this shit was like wow like really like it the one thing i said about these coaches man they, they kept us in shape we was in shape but anyway um so we'd be out so basically one group be outside for an hour and the and the other group be outside i mean inside for an hour and outside for an hour so basically we wrote we rotate um, like I said, um, we did that for a couple of months, not a couple of months, for, uh, half the whole summer we did, we worked out and then we got our pads like, oh, two weeks, uh, three weeks before school started. But I remember the week before we got our pads, after we got our pads and everything, he said, people going to start quitting. And, you know, at, at my time, I was like, damn, people, football's a good sport. Why would people quit? So, um, and I asked him, I said, hey, Coach Glass, um, why are people quitting? You'll see. So, we had this thing called Stations. Oh, my God. Stations. Look, Stations was the worst thing I ever went through as a football player. I don't give a fuck. Look, Stations was the hardest thing to get through. I don't give a Look, I did Stations for, let's see, uh, eight times out of my life. No, shit. I can't say eight times. I can say <clears throat> more than fucking 20, 25 times. Stations was a monster. Like, ugh. Like, stations will make you think about why the hell I'm doing this. For real. But anyway, my look, stations... Well, stations will fucking have you thinking like, damn, I want to go home. So, stations basically... A mental, a mental like, like a mental thing more than a physical thing. 
because every time we had stations, it was either hot, it was raining, or it, it like it was just crazy. Or it was muggy outside. Oh, I remember like, oh, I remember the, I remember the first, I remember the first official practice, like official. I remember like we all was lining up for cows and everything. Cows was like something we did like as a team, we uh, stretching everything like that. So I remember the coaches, you know, the whole, you know, time we did the workouts and everything, the coaches being nice. Yeah, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But this fucking day, you see their true colors. I remember the whole coaching staff was like talking shit. They was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, them freshmen scared. Uh-oh. Welcome to, see, look, I remember what Coach Ancon said, uh-oh, welcome to high school football, middle school superstars. Like, he was, like, turned up. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, I was scared, man. Man. And I remember, like, you know, we seeing the coaches set up the stations and everything. And I'm like, what the, I said, what the hell's going on? You know, we, uh, you know, all the freshmen, we, we know the fuck going on. So, we like, what the hell? And then um, one uh, upperclassman named Jared, he said, oh, stations, nigga. And I'm like, you know, me, I, I'm, I'm always asking questions. I'm like, what the fuck is stations? Oh, nigga, you see. So we see the coaches setting up the tires and cones and everything, the bags. You know, it, it was crazy, man. And I remember the first station I went to. Though we had, what, we had one, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah, we had four stations. So they set, so... They say, okay, if you play running back or you play linebacker or something like that, you go to that station. If you are a lineman, offensive lineman, go to station three. Like it was, if you're a quarterback and a receiver, go to the station. It, it was crazy, man. So I remember the first station I went to. It was um, it was oh my god, it was the fucking tires. So we had the crab. And I hate, the one thing I hate, I hate crabs. I hate doing crabs because it's just, it, it, it's something that I hate doing. So we did that, and then it was just like, we basically, we do the state, we go to East Station, and we do that shit under like four to five minutes. It's like nonstop. It's nonstop. You, you're going, you're going. And then when you go to the next station, you got to run to the station and then start the, the drill they want you to do. So it was just, ugh, it was a drill, 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 drill. After that, and then that's when we stopped practicing and everything and all that. But we did that shit every day until school started. So, when I tell you a nigga was in shape, a nigga was in shape. Um, My first practice, like, with pads and everything, it, it was rough. Um, Get my ass clocked, get my ass fucking greased, get my ass popped. Like, you know, it, it was very tough. And them, them seniors made it hard for us, man. Them, them seniors did not... Look, them seniors did not give a fuck if you was fucking 14 years old. They was going to pop your ass. And the coaches didn't give a fuck either. The coaches, I guess they wanted us to be mentally and physically tough. And, then, and it worked. I mean, it worked for me. I don't know about everybody else, but it worked for me. Um, But I remember just practicing, trying to earn my strikes, man. Like... I had to earn my strikes, man, and it took a long time. So, um, this is when I started finding out about high school had magazines and everything, 
And they were talking about Parker, and they were talking about the top players from the uh, the top the top players and newcomers. And I remember, you know, seeing the names on from Parker from on the newspaper, not the newspaper, but the magazine. And they were saying, like, Jared Hundley, Rashad Hill, um, Mike Micah Houston, uh, Shatil, Israel, or some shit. I don't know nigga name. But they were saying I used to top players and everything. And my opinion, like I said, Jared was a great linebacker. He, um, like I said, he he could have went to, he he could have went D one, but you know shit happens. Um, Rashad was a great linebacker too. He was, you know, Rashad Hill. He was a great linebacker. Like, and I can say I, I look like I looked up to them boys. I really did. Like, them niggas took me under their wing and taught me taught me how to be a great football player. Even though that was hard on me at first. But until they saw, like, the potential in me, that's when they, you know, kind of little bro me, man. Like, and I love that shit because they had my back. You know, they taught me the rules of the game. And they shaped me to be the player I am today. Um, like I said, freshman year, um, we played this pre- we played our preseason game um, against Pontevedra. Now, <laughs> Pontevedra was that stick. Like Pontevedra was look them white boys at Pontevedra. Them niggas, them, look, them white boys didn't play, but them niggas was them niggas was good. Like I like, damn, these niggas are them niggas were big and them niggas were good. But anyway, we got our ass. Our varsity team got their ass dragged. Shit, I think it was like twenty four zero in the in the first half. So, second half, that's when they put us in. They put the freshmen and sophomores in. And we did good. We we um only gave up three points. And I remember after that game, I remember the coaches were talking to each other. They said, man, them freshmen, class of 14, we're going to have something special. It's, dog, class of 14, we had so many fucking dogs. We had so many fucking dogs, class of 14. So many dogs. We had my nigga Jarrell, we had Raquan no 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 bad. Yeah, we had Raquan, we had um Cornelius Fleming, we had um I'm trying to think of everybody's damn name, but I can't think of everybody's name. But we had some what, Mark McCoy. We had uh damn, I'm trying to remember who else. I'm trying damn I'm trying to remember, man. I'm sorry, this has been a long time. But we had so many great players, bro, like oh uh Derek Hutnell, we had um Damn, we had so many great players. I can't if I forgot your name, I'm sorry. But yeah, our class fourteen, we had I think we had we had the best class because we had so much promise. Um anyway, so J V. So after the after the um preseason classic, that's when all the teams got separated, you know, J V and varsity. So yeah, like I said, I knew I was gonna be on varsity because in the um in the game against Pontevedra, I had like five, six tackles in, in that half. So yeah, so JV, yes, JV, Oof. JV, JV, JV. So basically, like most of all the freshmen made the JV team, but I think only like two freshmen made the varsity. That was Deshaun Blair and Derek. Hudnell, so they went to varsity. We went to JV. So remember, JV was kind of, ugh. JV, we had the rags. Look, 
I remember the the day after, like the the first the, the week after the um Pirates game. That's when Coach Glass is like, okay, um, if you're on the board, if you're on JV, that means pack your stuff up and move to the JV locker room. And I'm like, okay, we where's the JV locker room? And I remember one of the upper class was saying, oh damn, boy, y'all niggas at the, the y'all niggas at the school. That shit, that shit small. So um. Yeah, so I remember, and I was so hurt. I was, you know, I thought I was gonna make varsity, but I knew it was a possibility that I was gonna play JV. So, um, you know, we all packed up and everything, and you know, went to the JV locker room, and then we had practice. It, it was crazy. Like we practiced on the fucking lot. Um. Yeah, we look. We had the fucking nineteen ninety five football jersey uniforms. So we was just ugh. JV was uh I, I hate JV. Um, no, we did not win no games in JV because, like I told you, I don't know. We just didn't win no games. Um, I think we got blew up. I think we got blew up by like one team, and that was Fletcher. Other teams we lost by like four, no, seven to fourteen, uh, twenty-one zero, shit like that. So, like I said, my JV season was spectacular. Um. I scored a lot of touchdowns. I played both ways. Um, like I said, we had we had a lot of promise on our team. So you know, I remember um, at the games, had you know, glass and you know glass and the coaches from varsity would come down watch our games and everything. The upper class and the people that made varsity watch our games. You know they supported us. You know they you know they told us what we were doing wrong. You know and all that. So, um, like I said, we didn't win no games. I think we went, like, that's what we did. We won a game by forfeit, and that was Inglewood. Um, so, fast forward to after our JV season, you know, varsity is still going on. So, um, I remember we had a chance to try out for varsity. So, I remember we all had to go over there and, you know, go against varsity. And shit, me, a lot of niggas shine, man. Me, Jarrell, Mark, um... His brother, uh, Anthony, we all shine. A nigga named Tim, we all, you know, we all shine against the damn varsity. And my my boy, Anton, we we all fucking shine. So, shit, we made varsity and everything. Other niggas had to take their ass ass home. So, um, so, the week we got moved up to varsity, that's when we had to play against Bishop Kenny. And Bishop Kenny was a fucking juggernaut. Like, these, these niggas was... A private school that was going to playoffs every year. They had players going D one, and um, you know, I was all pumped. I was scared, but I was pumped because it was homecoming too. So it was like, damn, I'm ready, man. We had the homecoming, the homecoming parade and everything, like parade and uh, pet rally. So I, I was turned. I was ready to play. You know, I was ready to fucking do something. But you know, I didn't because I was still wet behind the ears and um. Me and me, me and a freshman that moved up, we just played special. Look, we just only played special teams. We played fucking kick return, and that shit had me mad as fuck. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? I said, why the fuck he moved me up then? If you gonna have me sit on the damn bench, and that's the one thing about me. I hate I hate riding the bench. I was not made to ride the bench, but um, yeah. So I remember after the game, I think we got whooped like forty eight. The damn. 48 to 10 or 17 or something like that. And I remember <laughs> I remember in the sideline during the game, 
me and a couple of the guys, freshmen, we was like, man, we finna quit, man. We ain't finna ride no damn bench. And I remember I, I remember I told my, my dad, I said, hey, man, I finna quit this shit. This shit, man. He said, why you gonna quit for? You just got on the damn varsity. I said, because I'm not, you know, I'm not planning nothing. I'm, not, I'm wasting my time. I wasn't wasting my time and everything. I'm not finna waste my, my damn time. He said, bro, just, he said, Tay, just stick it out and, you know, and just do your thing. He said, all right. So, um, that following week, we had Inglewood. So, you know, in practice, I'm killing it in practice. I'm, I'm lighting niggas up. I'm, you know, I'm doing everything right. And I remember, okay, the the day I found out I was starting on varsity at, at linebacker, it was like a Tuesday. I remember, I, look, I, I wasn't even expecting this. So, um, I wasn't expecting it. So, Coach, oh, I, I forgot about Coach Tackett. Coach Tackett, yeah, Coach Tackett. So I remember at that time my freshman year, Coach Tacker was the defensive was the defensive coordinator before Balaam got there. So Coach Tacker, man, one thing I said about that dude, I love that dude because he the one who gave me my shot. He the one who gave me my opportunity. So I love Coach Tacker. So um anyway, so um we all you know getting water and everything. So every every week they always called out, you know who's gonna start on defense. But it it must be the same people. So um Coach Tackle was like, Okay, you know, this person, that person, this person, you know, he called he always called the lineman out first. And he called out the linebacker second. So me, I'm just like I'm on a knee, just talking to one of my friends and everything. And um he said, Okay, um Dante and when he first said my name, I was like, I told my friend Jura, I said, he just called my name? I think so. So I ain't moved, so I'm going so to keep on talking. He said, Dante, you hear me? I said, yes, sir. You going to get on Wild Bunch? He said, no, you're on starting defense now. Guys, the smile on my fucking face. Look, I, look nigga, I smelled like I bust my first nut. Like, for real, I, like, I was happy as hell. So I was so damn happy. I ran out with my damn helmet. He said, "Hey Dante, 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 raise your helmet." I said, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." And I came back in, and there was, it was crazy, man. Like starting on look, starting on varsity as a freshman. That shit was a a big, a big achievement for me, man. I was so happy. I remember I told my parents. I was starting. They didn't believe. They didn't believe. Look, they thought I was lying. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I remember just uh, becoming this, becoming like it was crazy, man. It, it's hard to explain. Like that was the best feeling in the world. So, um, the whole week, man, uh, there's going through plays and I had to run. Look, I had to learn fucking. Hook the curl. I had to learn the flats. I had to read the fucking guards. Like, it was crazy. Like, at linebacker, you had to learn. You got to learn. Look, at linebacker, you got to be the, you gotta be the smartest person on the fucking field. For real. You, you have to learn how to control your team. But um, I remember that week, 
you know, leading to the Inglewood, man, you know, I was starting and everything. I remember the first game I started, you know, like I said, Inglewood. Guys, I was so fucking nervous. Like, I was, I was, ooh, excuse me. I, I was so nervous, man. I was like, I'm so scared. I don't want to mess up. And surprisingly, I did good. And I ain't know I ain't know I did good until after the damn game that Monday after school. Coach Tackett said, "Hey Dante, you did a good job. I'm sorry for taking you out because he took me out. He took me out like the third quarter. For, I don't know why he thought I was doing bad, but I had like eight tackles in that first half. So <laughs> this how I knew I I, I belonged. Like I knew that I was destined to be a great player at Parker. So like I said, I started the rest of the games on varsity." Um, you know, I had, you know, I did good and coaches, you know, was fucking with me. It was like, Hey man, you got, you got a good future. You you can be a deep division one player, you know, tell me everything a nigga want to hear. So I was, I was happy, man. And my, and my confidence just went up. It did. So once my confidence went up after after the off season, shit, I, I, shit, I felt like I was good because, um, like I said, half the team was was seniors, so I felt like I felt like um, you know I can be one of the best players on the team. So uh, my sophomore year, so okay, so after the season, my freshman year, um, I became arrogant. I I became you know very very arrogant. Like I I thought I was a shit. Like I wouldn't work out. Come late to practice, like for real, like I ain't give a fuck, like acting cool in school, chasing them hoes in school, like for real. I was just, I thought I was all that, and I was becoming a whole different person. Um, like I said, um, so my sophomore, so that spring of my freshman year, I got into a little scuffle with a couple of teammates, um. I got, I don't know, I was talking back to coaches and everything. I was turning into an asshole. I was. Basically, I was turning to my, one, of my, one of my role models. His name is T.O., Terrell Owens. I was turning to him. I was talking back. I was, you know, nigga, fuck you. I, for real, I was an asshole. So, um, that spring game, we had a spring game. And we played against uh, Stanton. And Stanton was like a sorry-ass prep school in, in Duval County. It was sorry. It was, it was like a little smart college program school, but they, they were smart, but their skills was not smart. They were sorry as hell. Um, I remember I, I did good in that game because, like I said, that whole spring practice and everything, I ain't left no weights. I ain't put the work in. I ain't work my, you know, I ain't put my, you know, I ain't work on my craft. I just, you know, one one thing about me, I, I hate practice. Like when the lights come on, and everything and the game, you know, the lights come on, and everything, I can turn it on and off. Like practice, I, I half ass and go with the motions. Game, I play like I'm, you know, I like I work hard in practice and everything. It's just some of us got that. You know, on the team we had that some of us practice like shit, but during the game we fucking turn that shit on. We turn that fucking clock on, a turbo on. You know, we put up to the metal, but yeah. 
So, um, yeah, like I said, I got in a fight in one of them games. So, when I got in a fight, I got kicked out of the game. And I think I lost us the game because that was like a 15 yard penalty, too. So, yeah, they want to, like, they want to win the game in the spring classic. And then, you know, I was very, coaches was very mad at me about that. Um, I remember Coach Ancon fucking jacked my ass up and lit my ass up, saying, You stupid. Now they finna, now they got a fucking first down. Now it's 15 yards, Dante. You gotta be smart, man. You gotta be smarter than that. So, um, I remember, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm with other man. The game don't count. So, that summer leading up to sophomore year, you know, the same thing was happening. I was just going through the motions. I didn't give a fuck. Late, you know, like I said, late to fucking workouts and stuff like that. So, um, the week before we got our pads, Coach Glass and some other some other guy I didn't know was in there, and the guy was Coach Braden. And I remember Coach Glass saying, "Hey Dante, um, I got some news back from um." The football, the Fulham High School Football Association, Athletic Association, and I was like, "What they say?" He said, "Well, you are suspended, or in and eligible for the whole season." And you know, me, I'm like, "What you mean? I'm ineligible and uh, suspended? What do you mean? Like?" And he said, "Indefinitely." He said, "Indefinitely." I said, "What?" So yeah, so um you need to clean out clean out your locker and everything and you know, I'm sorry Dante, but you made the decision, you you know, you turned into a whole different person and you have to leave. And I was like, I gotta leave. Like, this is my fucking team. What you talking about I gotta leave? So you talking about I gotta miss the whole season? So all this all this work I put in too I put in and you saying I, I can't play? He was like, "Yeah." So, look, before he even finished what well, he had to fucking say, I just fucking left the fucking room. And then, um, Balaam gonna say, "You need to you need to stop chasing them hoes." Yeah, what the fuck is you? You don't know who the fuck I am. Like you know, just as a young kid hearing that a nigga talking shit and you don't know who the fuck this nigga is. You look the fuck so. You know, I came out, and then everybody looking at me and everything, and people was asking me, um, what's going on? And um, I was like, I'm gone, bro. I, I can't play this season. And he was like, what? What do you mean? And people was like, what? What do you mean you can't play this season? I've been suspended, and I'm ineligible to play. So, I mean, I think that was the worst like I said, sophomore year was the worst time because I couldn't play. You know, I couldn't even practice. I couldn't even go to the games and be on the sideline. Like, real, like, I was banned from the field house the whole season. I was banned on the side. Like, I couldn't wear no jersey or nothing. Like, I couldn't even get no damn uh, spirit pack. I couldn't wear no damn spirit packs or nothing like that because basically they just said, you know, I got released. Like, I was suspended. Like, I couldn't be around a team or nothing, bro. And and that's what hurt the most, man. I was so hurt. I mean, I told my parents, man, and 
Like, damn, how, how you ineligible? How you suspended? You know, I told him that shit out fucking up in school and shit, I hit that boy and I was flipping birds and shit and cussing refs out. And that. So either way, I was fucked either way. Like, I couldn't play either way. Damn, I, mean, I just remember, man, like, sophomore year, man. I was so damn sick, man. Every Friday, you know, hearing the band, seeing them, seeing my teammates and spirit packs and jerseys and shirt and ties and everything. You know, that shit was very hurtful. And 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 then the one thing I can say, my teammates, they, they. Act like I wasn't there. Like, they act like, I said, what's up, y'all? And they don't say shit to me. They walk right past me. Like, them niggas are mad at me or something. And I'm like, damn. Like, what the fuck y'all mad at me for? So, like I said, some some teammates kept talking to me. Like, um, Anton Thomas, he said he kept talking to me. And Jarrell Delancey, he kept talking to me. And shit, that was it. Everybody else told me to kiss their ass. And, I, you know, and, and that was kind of fucked up. I mean, I know I was an asshole, but damn, when a, a nigga hurting like this, man. You know, that shit hurts, man. When you go from talking to your teammates and your teammates annoying you and everything, like, that shit kind of hurt, man. So, my, my sophomore year was hard, man. That was the worst year of my fucking life. Playing, you know, not playing. I mean, being on the team, but I was not on the team. Coaches didn't talk to me. None of that shit. So I was hurt. Sophomore year. That's when I started my my rants on Facebook. Um, every time the team played on Friday, got their ass beat. You know, I talked my shit. I said, I mean, I said, look, y'all, I just sell out like a motherfucker. Like, I didn't give a damn. Like, I just sell out like a motherfucker. Like, I ain't give a fuck. Because I would hurt shit. You be hurt, man. You, you want people to feel your pain. So that year... My bad, my freshman year, um, the team went two and eight. My the year I didn't my sophomore year, the year I did not play, they went one and nine. They were supposed to go on ten, but um Clay County had like a an eligible player or something, so they got they gave us the win. So they was happy about that shit. Um like I said sophomore year, man, them niggas are trash as fuck. Like them niggas are sorry as fuck. Like getting their ass smashed, like I remember the game against First Coast. And this one First Coast was a fucking was a fucking household school. Like these, these motherfuckers was going to FSU. These niggas going D one. I mean, any D one school, you name it, nigga. Like these niggas was like they had ranked players in the team. And I remember it was a home game for us. I remember going to that game. Man, them niggas first coach put up sixty damn points. And Parker, Parker didn't score shit. Parker, look, we didn't score nothing. Like that's when Parker, that, that's when um, first coast had like Chris Black, uh, Reggie Norland, like uh, Eric Beverly. Like they had them, they had them niggas on their team, bro. Like, and they beat their ass. So um. Like I said, they went one and nine. They lost every game. Like the niggas could not win no games. And at the time, I felt like shit. They need minds. They need minds. They need minds. But yeah, um, 
So the last game of the season, of sophomore year, I finally came. See, I went to two games. I went to the first school game and then I went to the last game. And it was CNA. And, um, you know, I was just one of the coaches, uh, other coach. He was not a coach. I mean, he was a coach, but he was not a coach. Coach Dunn, he asked me, um, hey, Dante, um, do the chains for CNA. I said, man, coach, man, I don't want to do no damn change, man. I don't, I don't want to pay for the game. He said, if you if you don't do change, you got to pay. I said, shit, fuck it. I'll do it for free. So <laughs> I did the chains and everything and, you know, watch, and then watch the game up close. It kind of changed my heart because, um, shit, after the season, I was going to transfer somewhere else. I was going to go to a different school. I was going to go to Reigns or Bowls. So I was up but watching the game – you know, up close, I'm like, damn, I miss, I miss playing with these guys. So, uh, I think, ball, yeah, they played ball on that senior night, and um, this this time Baldwin was like a good school. Um, they had like two two players going to FSU and everything. So, um, they uh, the crazy thing about it, the first uh, the first quarter, niggas were down twenty four zero, and we came back, tied the game in overtime, and them boys lost. Them boys still lost. But I remember just, you know, I remember just thinking, they saying, you know, I can come back to the team after the clock, say, triple zero on CN night. So, you know, after the game, you know, niggas crying, <laughs> he lost, and, you know, this and that, this and that. And then I'm seeing, you know, Coach Glass. And Balaam just talking to my son, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. And, you know, I believed in that hype. So, I for real, I was real close to leaving. Like, I was real close to leaving. But somehow, the coaches found out and they talked to me like, Dante, we need you. We really we really missed you last year. I mean, this year and everything. But, you, you know. So, yeah. So, I came back. I tried to be different. You know, trying to be not an asshole no more. Um... I came in that spring. No, my bad. I came. See, one thing about Parker, we always, after the season, we would start workout, winter workouts, like two weeks after the season. No, my bad. My bad. A week after the season. So, no, I went to work. I went to, I went to, um, winter workouts with a different mindset. Um, I was just looking to, you know, I'm thinking that everything will go back to normal. Hell no! Like I went, so the first the first time with the winter workouts, um, it was very tough because it's the first time I worked out in a long time. It's the first time I ran and everything. So you know, the coach Balamo fuckboy ass was hard on me. He was always talking shit to me. He was always. He was always just, uh, like he was always saying something to me, like, okay, we we run, we run, um, we running, um, we doing. Damn, I forgot what to say. Sorry. Yeah, so he, Balin was always like talking that shit. So, say like we run or something like that, or. Do push-ups. Oh, guys, we got to stop right go because Dante ain't trying. And then people get mad at me and everything. And then it, it's crazy. Like, 
everything. It's like, even if I tried to my best ability to work hard and everything, this motherfucker always found something. I mean, a small thing to, you know, to keep me down. Like, he always, no, Dante, Dante, Dante this, Dante that. Like, one time, he one time he kicked me out of practice. He kicked me out of workouts because he said I was not trying. I was not trying to do the, uh, it was some stupid ass shit we doing. We was, like, punching the air with the damn uh, weight plates and shit. So, he said, uh, Dante, go home. You're not trying. You're wasting my time. I said, what? So, I'm walking out, and then after they get done, I'm putting my clothes on. I hear this motherfucker talking about some, oh, I'm not hating on Dante, but he not finna do what he did when he uh, first was here. Like, he ran, he, he tried to run a program by himself and all that. And and that's why I told you not to talk to him during the season because he's a, he's a cancer. He's a distraction. Like, come on, what? Really? You don't say shit like that about... Especially fucking me. Like, really? So, he, my whole thing is he put in these niggas' heads that I was I was like a distraction and everything. And that shit was not cool. So, then they broke it down. He said, oh, he, I, don't, I don't got no beef with him. He said, he not finna run and shit. He know, he... Like, my whole attention is... First of all, like, when I keep on going with this... I ain't want to run shit. I just want to fucking be a great player. But anyway, so he broke it down. He said, don't let them be a cancer. Don't let them destroy what you got going on. If he, if he got to go, he, he got to go. So I said, what the fuck? So, I, I, like, after he broke down the um the workout and everything, the players come to the locker room. And I said, what the fuck you said about me? They said, you know, they told me, you think you're a cancer? You think you're this and that? But we know we all know you're not. So I said, okay, but y'all ain't talked to me, you know, during the season, though, because he told he told us not to talk to you. I said, what? But we supposed to be friends. We supposed to be teammates. Um, you wasn't a teammate uh, this season, Dante. You was not playing. So I was like, damn. So, yeah, it's just, but anyway, it, it's just, <sighs> like I said, and then leading up to that spring, Man, guys, you know, I'm expecting, you know, I'm expecting to be a fucking starter and stuff. And I remember his, his, uh, Balaam bitch ass was calling out the the fucking starters, man. He ain't called my name. I said, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I'm expecting, you know how you expect somebody to say your name as a starter? You're a, you a, you a good player? Oh, okay, this, this, that, this, that. He ain't called my name. He called, he called, look, the this how I know there was on some bullshit. So when they called out the defense, you know, they called the linemen out and they called the linebackers out. So they called my nigga uh, Andre Smith and they called uh, a sorry nigga named Lance. And then they called the most sorriest nigga Parker's ever had was Jeremiah LaSalle. He, he had my spot at Will Linebacker. When he called that nigga name, guys, I was mad as fuck. Like, I was... Man. I felt so... Disrespected, man. I said, you call this this gay-looking ass, Samarion-looking-ass, Pleasure P-looking-ass, Kirk O'Bain-looking-ass, Ice J.J. Fish-looking-ass, 
fucking suck dick Tommy looking ass nigga over me? I was like, what the fuck? Like, for real, like, I felt like, I, look, I, he caught that nigga over, over my weak side linebacker spot. Man, I felt, man, look, my feelings was fucking crushed. And then when he called that nigga name, he, Bibb gonna look at me and, and smile, fold his arms. I was like, wow, like, this nigga? But anyway, like I was saying, so I said, okay, well, I can get my shit. I can get that spot. Shit, fuck it, I can get it. So, if you don't start on defense, they put you on Wild Bunch. And Wild Bunch is basically the fucking Duck Squad. Basically playing... I mean, it's not a Duck Squad, but it's a major difference between first team... You know, first team offense against Wild Bunch defense. So, yeah, it was crazy, man. They had me... It was crazy, man. And I remember the first, you know, after they called me, I was mad as fuck. Like, I didn't want to practice no more. So, I'm in there going with the motions and everything. We doing sprints. No, no, my bad. We was doing um sprints and everything. And, you know, me, man, I was not, I ain't going to lie. I wasn't running hard. And Coach Glass got mad at me and said, hey, Dante, what the fuck you doing? I said, I'm running, man. He said, no, you mad because you ain't starting no more? I said, man, it is what it is, man. I felt like that's disrespectful. Then he got mad, cussed me out. And then he said, you're going to stay after practice and run. I said, I don't give a fuck, man. And I got upset. And then my uh, other coach, Coach Dickinson, you know, he, he, Coach Dickinson, he, he was a cool coach. I love Coach Dickinson. He taught me everything I know. But I felt like at times he didn't have my back. At times he didn't really back me up. So, um... You know, Coach Coach Glass, he he know he made me, he making me roll on the ground, and everything, doing rolls and everything, and push ups. And he cussed me. He said, Dante, you came to my office saying that you're sorry and everything, that you're gonna change your attitude and everything and all that. I'm very disappointed in you and everything and blah 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 blah. So um, yeah. So I was mad, man. Like I was really mad, and. I ain't know Coach Davidson was watching us, you know, watching me in glass. So, um, Coach Davidson came up to me and said, hey, talk to me. Talk to me in the, in the weight room after you're done. So, you know, I talked to him and everything. And, I, okay, I, after I got done with glass, I came in the weight room and talked to, you know, talked to uh, Davidson. And then we closed the door. And then he was like, you okay? And, I, I, shit, I broke down crying. Shit, I was, I was crying. I was like, man, you think it's trying me, bro? Like, I'm great, bro. You know I'm good, bro. You know I'm a fucking star. You know my, I got talent, man. What, why the fuck I'm not starting? You know, for real, I was hurt because when you go from the top dog being a fucking chihuahua ass puppy ass dog, you be like, damn, like look, that, look, that's a major change. You go from a starter, you go from a damn like basically like being Carmelo with the damn Knicks and then going to the damn Rockets. And being a fucking bench player. Like that that shit, that shit is real. I felt that shit in high school. But anyway, you know, he was telling me, man, you know, you got footwork, you got you like bro, I think you the best linebacker we have. Other you know, Andre, like he, he was just telling me everything. He said, bro, just keep working, man, and then I'll make sure you be on the field. So, you know, I came in there with the right with the right mindset. You know, I started doing good in practice and everything and 
these niggas still wouldn't put me on fucking starting defense. I don't know what the fuck. Like, I'm wasting my time. So, um, I forgot that I was still, um, suspended. And I had to get reinstated by the league, but by the uh, association to play in the spring game. So, um, I forgot about that when Glass told me, you know, and everything. He was like, hey, you know, we don't know you're going to play in the game, so that's why you're not starting. But once once I – look, the crazy thing about it, I found out that, that I, I could play in the spring game the day before, so it was, it was very – it was very fucking stressful. So – um, that whole spring, man, you know, it was tough, man. Just trying to, you know, just trying to fucking play and trying to practice hard. But these coaches was all like, I'm telling you, man, these coaches gave me a hard time. I, I'm talking about Glass and Balaam. So, um, they told me I was playing. I was very excited, but I wasn't starting. So, um, the day of the game, my first, my first game back. The first time since my freshman year, I, I was happy. Like, I was so happy. Like, I was turned up. Like, I was ready. Like, that day, that day, matter of fact, that's the day when I started T-balling. Yep, I started praying to God because God, look, God did all that, man. Like, that game, I look, I cried before that game, man. I was like, I was in the zone. So, like I said, I didn't, you know, I didn't play. At the beginning of the game, I didn't play, like, the first two series. So, I was like, okay, whatever. And just so, they called my name. They said, hey, Collins, get in. And once, before I got in, then Baylor wanted to be my best friend and everything and say, hey, man, I love you, man. Do your thing, man. Show, show these niggas why, why we missed you uh, last season. So, I went in there. And look, it's the first time this motherfucker didn't say anything nice to me since I know this nigga. So, you know, he, like, it was crazy because before I went on the field, he grabbed me, he grabbed my shoulder press and then jacked me up. He said, hey, motherfucker, make sure you do good, nigga. He said, I want you to ball. Show, show you niggas why you uh fucking, you, you Dante Collins. You understand me? I love you, my nigga. And he's let me go. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was crazy, and I said, "This nigga is okay. Is he cool or not?" But anyway, so I went in there and everything, and I was I was hyped, man. I was hyped. I was, and you know, I was ready, man. And then, um, that first snap, man. Before before that first, my first snap back, football snap back. I was like, "Damn, how's it gonna go? Do I still got the speed?" You know, I'm saying like, "Okay, you pra- you practicing against your teammates." Okay, yeah, you can ball your teammates, but in the game, are you going to produce in the game? So, man, the first snap, I did like a move. No, I played DN. So, um, okay, I played DN slash um, blitz and linebacker. So, when I blitzed and everything, I still had the speed. I still had the moves. So, I said, okay, cool. So, man, once I got once I got my first tackle, I was good, man. I was straight. And I had a great game, like, I, we had, look, we had, a, I, I had a great game. And the team we had going up the junior year, we, look, we had a, a playoff contender. Like, we, we was playoff contender, man. We, we could have won the district. We had, I mean, we had a great team. I mean, we had, ooh, um, we had, 
At quarterback, was it we had Justin and Mark at running back? We had Quantavius Head. I to me the best running back that ever played at Parker. And I, I said I look, I don't I mean I don't say one thing about me, I pay respect to people that was good. And Quantavius Head, that nigga was a monster. That nigga I think he was like the first back to have a thousand yards in a long time. Like that nigga was that nigga was a monster. Um, like I said, receiver we had uh with Aaron, we had Deshaun Blair, we had uh Damn, what's Devontae's name? Oh, I don't know, but we had Deontay. We like for real and then defense. Oh my god, defense. Defense is me, Derek, Andre Smith, Ray Raquan Sherwood, corner was corn, uh Cornelius Fleming. Look, we had like, we had a team, bro. Like we had this team could have been great. So um, yeah. So we 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 beat Inglewood like what sixty four zero, or sixty four seven, or something like that. We beat they ass. I think we had like ten sacks in the game. Like me, I had one. I had like five tackles and one one forced fumble. Like I was look. And once, and once that game, once that game went down and everything, that's when the coach was saying, okay, this nigga Dante is for real. This nigga Dante is is the um the truth. Like Dante is is a monster, man. Like, and that's when the coaches started fucking with me and everything. Like, really. They they stopped fucking with me, they started, you know. Talking to me, I remember like one of my team, one of my friends, Jarrell said, "Hey man, Balaam and Glass, boy, they was talking highly of you, man. Talking about some, you a monster. Talking about some, no Balaam, you know he never, Balaam never seen me play. He always went by what people said, you know. He, you know, he didn't believe that shit. So he was like, damn, I ain't no Dante. He, like he, he said, I ain't no Dante was that good, man. Dante got so much speed." So much power, like for real, like it, it was crazy, man. Like, and I thought I was good with him, man. Like, I thought everything was good, bro. Everything was good, but um, yeah, it's just, whew. I'm thinking, okay, I'm back, I'm back, you know, you know, I'm back being one of the top players in the team. Like, you know, I was, I was happy as fuck. Like, I was very, very happy, and you know, but. It's more to the story, but um, this is when the story gets real, real big. But I don't have enough time for on this episode to talk about that. But um, make sure y'all you know stay tuned for the next episode of the second half of the, the TP football program from 2010, 2014. Because the story gonna get big, man. The story is going to get big, and you'll be like, "Wow, that's some stuff that the people that went to Parker don't even know about." That like, it's some stuff that you be like, "Damn, that really happened," and the truth will come out. But I love y'all. Stay tuned for more. Stay tuned for the next. I mean, I can't really talk. Part two of. This episode. Lay y'all peace. Soul grease. This is your boy Dante Stevie J. Collins. Stay tuned for part two.